0: Welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about new girl. I'm here with myself, Jill, <laughs> co-host, Joe. Hello. And Heves. Hi, everybody. For some reason, I don't do as well on in the intros when we're on Zoom. Um, we're here to discuss season four, episode six, Background Check, one of my favorite episodes. And before we get into it, we'll pass around the feeling stick. I have no feelings, except for that I'm glad I have my voice back now. Joe, do you have anything to share?
1: For this episode? um, I don't think so, no.
0: Okay, Heves, did you bring a feeling stick? I did. Uh, Yes, I actually have. Well, I think this would be a feeling stick, is that this episode starts the new opening. I didn't know where to put that in my notes, actually. And I noticed that, too. Yeah, I loved that. And then, um, oh, if anyone watches uh, um, Abbott Elementary, which I'm always raving about, mm-hmm. um, there was a scene on um, this, this week's episode where the teacher said, she's trying to keep up with her cool friend. This is a classic Janine and Sahar. Like, because they were playing a thing. Yeah, not a mess around. It reminded me of the CeCe and Winston mess around. Nice. And that is all I have. I'll say this about Abbott Elementary. I think it's cute and I like it, but I don't think it's as good as everyone's making a big deal out of it. Really? But you're not on Twitter, so you probably don't see the huge deal people making out of it. But anyway, it's it's not that I don't like it. I like it a lot, but it's not, it's not the way I thought it was going to be based on the reviews. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Joe, why don't you hit us with the Joe Flix description first, because I feel like it'll be really interesting for this episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, this episode is a tough one.
0: Well, we just need your Joe Flicks.
1: I don't have one for this episode.
0: You can't. You did that like two episodes ago.
1: No, I, I just... It was such a funny episode, and I just watched it. That I'm trying to think of something, but the Netflix on background check is it really is uh, a good thing because it is about background in more ways than one. Yeah, I I haven't,
0: I haven't read it yet. But what some people who podcast do, like myself and Heather and other podcasters, are they sometimes prepare their answers before the podcast (laughs) starts. And I know you literally just watched it. So I'm going to give you a pass. But I notice sometimes you're not looking at your notes. You're looking in like the sky for your answers. <laughs> so the Netflix description of season four, episode six, background check is Winston's police academy processing includes a background check and home search. So Jess's possession of an illegal substance might be an issue. I was actually really looking forward to the Joe Flicks because this is not accurate it didn't include a home search It include a home visit right. which turned into a search right i don't know i just didn't like it i didn't think it did it justice yeah okay. i would agree with that so um i have to vote for netflix though because joe didn't bring a joe <laughs> flicks there he is looking in the air again <laughs> i'm voting for joe flicks heather he didn't say anything <laughs> This one was hard what he didn't say anything but this one was hard I know, but I always stick to Joe. Yeah. Well, Guest stars, I didn't, I didn't like the Netflix description, so I have to go Joe Flicks. That's fair. Guest stars from this episode include Cleo King, who plays Sergeant Dorado, and she was been in a lot of things, but I only wrote down Ride the Eagle because that has this Jake Johnson's movie that just came out. So I thought it was funny that she's a new girl and in that, and she also did a voice for his Netflix cartoon it was called Coach or something. So I thought that was funny too. So let's get into that episode.
1: Are you talking about the detective? Yes. Okay.
0: So let's get into that episode. We open in the loft kitchen and Schmidt is um, looking at Jess's phone as she's texting. And that was a, a lengthy intro. So I hate to pause already. But Joe does this to me, to our two kids. Anyone who's texting and he will just blatantly lean and look until someone's like, Joe's looking at your phone or you look and catch him. Honjo. Huh, Joe? Yeah, yeah. I don't hide enough. <laughs> so um, he sees that CC was on a date and starts asking questions about it. Winston comes in and says his background checks today. So he needs everybody's support and to be there. But coach says he has to go to the outlet mall so he could look like a rich person from three years ago. <laughs> Jess is rounding up the game to, game to participate when he refers to it as a home visit. And just starts being really weird. He says the home visit was with Sergeant Gerardo. They call her the fish. That's because she's tough but fair, like most fish he's interacted with. <laughs> but I just want to say, first of all, I love that they're all together. That's a podcaster's dream. Yes. And I love the emphasis on the cinnamon pretzel. Yeah, that was a lengthier yeah. bit that I am, I am <laughs> concerned about time. So um, when he walks away to go keeping Winston get dressed, Jess says that she has a bag of meth. Cut to a scene in her room where she's trying to find the bag of meth but has misplaced it. And says she, what happened was she bought a footstool at a yard sale when she got home and opened it up, found the bag of meth. I couldn't tell the cops because that sounded like a fake story. Nick is immediately sweating. Everyone's saying just why throw it in the trash. And they go, they have Nick cover his ears and start singing landslide, not well, so that he can't hear or see what's happening because he can't know what happened to the meth. And just accidentally and trying to throw it away or throw it to Schmidt opens the bag. The quote unquote meth goes everywhere. It's chaos. They're trying to throw it again. She misses. It's just a fiasco. And the sergeant and I mean, there's lots of cuts to Winston being awkward in the elevator with Sergeant Dorado, but they walk in and you can tell that Jess has stuffed most of the meth inside her shirt, which how do they clean that all up so fast? They were acting like their hands yeah. didn't work trying to scoop it up, <laughs> but they managed to get it all inside of Jess. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of inaccuracies anyways so the interview starts and cece walks in she's like jess where is it where's the meth and is about to say meth but uh schmidt jumps up and kisses her so she won't say the word and is like just go with it or jess is gonna go to jail yeah (laughs) i'm sure that part made you happy heather oh because they kissed yeah absolutely so jess um in the middle of the interview is being weird so she has to go to the bathroom and sergeant gerardo's losing patience already i was like can anyone tell me why um officer bishop would make a good or candidate but cadet bishop whatever would make a good officer and i think it's nick who just hails mustache oh it is him lady mustache no he says mustache because all police officers have mustache it's except for the ladies unless they want to would you like a green mouth shoved handed to given to your mouth <laughs> and she's hilarious she's so dry she's amazing this is yeah. that yeah she's so funny so then they keep just like rambling and decide to make up that Winston has a little brother at the boys and girls club James oh, Daquan da I don't think i ever laughed Kwan. as hard as a joke as when it cuts back to that scene and Sergeant Gerard is like Daquan Daquan Feldman <laughs> <laughs> those names don't go together so Jess runs to go to the bathroom and Winston comes out to meet her to make sure she's okay and he says something about her chest looking funny and she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm about to start my period." And he's like, "Oh girl, my calendar on you is way off. You don't have a cycle, you got a roller coaster." And she's like, "Don't I know it, girl?" In the middle of his police thing. And he keeps a calendar on her that's that's weirder than Winston's normal weird. Yeah. It's like on a different level of weirdness. So coach says he's going to go pick up Daquan because he should be there right now. And they want to make sure that the sergeant doesn't call the Boys and Girls Club to follow up. And she said, <laughs> the sergeant decides she's going to have a look around. Jess is trying to shove meth down the shower drain. When CC comes in, she's yelling at her. They're trying to flush it down the toilet again really chaotic Just decides that the meth has entered the bloodstream through her boobs oh that was hilarious not how drugs work the toilet clogs Nick's sweating they put on his kimono to hide it kimono Heather you love when they put the kimono in an episode I love the kimono while they're in the room and he's wearing the kimono there's a lot of noise and I love this one too it reminded me of Heather and the sergeant goes, What's all that clanging? And they're like, It's just, well, I think Winston goes, It's just some clanging. And <laughs> Schmidt says, You know how it is? It's just the ladies playing with their jewelry. And Nick goes, They're brooches. He goes, Yes, Nick, they're brooches. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Cause I'm a brooch gal. I kind of feel like that's something you would say, Joe, because brooches aren't really things a lot of people wear.
1: Is that kimono the same color as Schmidt's?
0: It was Schmidt's kimono. It was Schmidt's. They currently share a room.
1: That looked familiar.
0: Yeah. We know that the kimono makes many appearances. The mono. We're back in the bathroom with the girls and Schmidt walks in and says, what happened to the turlets?" And Winston walks in and sees what's going on. But before we get deeper into that, Nick and the sergeant end up alone. And she's like, I'm gonna talk to this guy alone and closes the door. And he tries singing the song and Schmidt's outside (laughs) with Cece. And he's like making, Well, earlier he was acting like he couldn't pronounce the name Paul because that's the guy she wanted to date with. And so he's asking about Paul and um, the sergeant says, what are you hiding? Why are you sweating? Tell me everything to Nick. To which he (laughs) literally starts telling her everything in the world he's ever done. A long list we don't have time to cover here right and what's that i said right right and then coach is driving around yelling at little kids hey i need a little kid no it's not for me it's for my friend <laughs> no not like that forget forget my face i was never here you didn't see me that was hilarious the whole episode is so there's no hard. there's no bad scenes it reminds me of the time winston was talking to the kid on the beach yes very similar yeah So CeCe and Schmidt um, are still talking and she says, fine, if you want to know about the Paul on my date, it was Mark Paul Gossler, and he (laughs) freaks out. Zach Morris (laughs) gets very upset and then she says it was just a joke and then he gets really upset because he was actually hating Zach Morris or Mark Paul Gossler for a couple minutes. So we're back with Nick who's still confessing and I just wrote down one because there's so many. One time he fed cereal flakes to a frog and it died. Animal cruelty. And
1: frosted flakes?
0: What? Frosted flakes? Oh, was it frosted flakes?
1: What are cereal flakes, though? I don't understand. I
0: don't know. That's what I wrote. Yeah. meant to write frosted. Probably like frosted. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you guys honed in on that. Thank you for the feedback. <laughs> I like pause. <laughs> Do you mean frosted? so he's continuing to ramble and we're back in the bathroom with just freaking out um and Winston comes in and says why are you trying to hide it I could have helped why did not you tell me you had it it's because you didn't see me as a cop none of you do and they she said well it's hard because you say a prayer every time you get on the escalator and Winston goes why risk it why risk it <laughs> I mean an escalator they're so harmless um so jess is like it goes outside winston tries to take the fall but she's like no it's my meth lays down to try and get arrested Being all over the top thinks that the she's still on drugs now because they entered through her skin and everyone's against the wall because the sergeant is telling them to all stay there not move she's gonna go take a look around jess says she's sorry um nick said he did it he kept a secret so he's really proud of himself Cece admits to Schmidt she kind of did kiss him back when the sergeant comes out and announces that the meth is aquarium rocks and the first time I watched it I just thought it was meth did you guys know it was aquarium rocks I thought it was aquarium rocks because I don't know what meth looks like I've never never seen seen meth before when you watched it the first time you thought it was aquarium rocks yeah what about you Joe
1: I don't remember the first time That was a long time ago. I don't remember if I thought it was. That
0: was. I don't know what meth looks like. Obviously, they would use aquarium rocks probably to be fake meth. But I just assumed Jess had really got some meth and didn't know what to do with it. I didn't see it coming that it was Aquarium Rocks. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, I totally saw it coming the first time I watched it. Okay, Um <laughs> So, <laughs> hard to believe. So, um, they're like, so does Winston, you know, pass the check. And she's like, pass. He's one of our best cadets and gives him all these compliments. But suggests he moves and gets new ro- roommates. When Coach busts in with Daquan <laughs> Feldman, who is a Hispanic <laughs> adult, and... <laughs> The final scene is Coach and Daquan hanging out, realizing they both like the same pattern for the outlet mall. And they have the same plan. And it was a nice way to wrap it up because I think I don't hear the name Daquan or Feldman a lot, but God if I do, one or the two, I think of that scene. She's Daquan Feldman. I mean, she just says it's a yeah. so dry. <laughs> and what does having a little brother have to do with anything? <laughs> Well, they're just trying to illustrate that he was like a a good person and had good character. No, I know, but it was so funny. But I just want to highlight two things um, uh, because I was so impressed by the police lady. My dog's being a zoo. Um, Is when she says, no thanks, I've already had grapes. I've already had my grapes. Yeah, my grapes. Yeah. And then um, when Winston says to her, when a bird dies, it gets another set of wings." when it goes to heaven and she's like that bird went straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> no. All right, so that concludes the episode and brings us to our favorite Jess look. She was only in one outfit that I wasn't particularly crazy about, but again, amazing hair day. So I wrote, "Hair, Joe, what are your thoughts on Jess's look from this episode?"
1: Well, she was pretty disheveled when she had that green like sweater thing on.
0: Yeah, one one outfit the whole episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of tough to uh, really rate outfits. Actually, Nick had more wardrobe changes than she did because he kept Mm -hmm. sweating.
0: Right. Maybe we could get to that in our best dress segment.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So.
0: Oh, I picked Jess's bad decision hat. Oh, very Blossom-like. Yes! I like how she gets distracted and she's like, what do you guys think? Well, she's looking for meth. Right, in the middle of a crisis. That's, That's what something I would Heather do. would do. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: what I would do.
0: Best dressed? I don't know. Do we all put Nick with the kimono?
1: No. I think Winston's shirt was funnier.
0: The second Same one? C's.
1: The one he found on the lawn
0: yes so gross so on the lawn that's what I wrote too okay oh Heather that was yours also no I don't think it was I think this is a really loud pattern so I remember kind of squinting to figure it out yeah that was hilarious so your best dress was uh Winston Heads yeah Winnie B okay so that brings us to favorite Schmidt moment Heather since you're the biggest Schmidt fan let's start with you um there I'm. I'm gonna go with two quotes R.C.C. has taken a lover. Yeah, that's a good one. And then also, when they're talking about fish or something, and he goes mahi, mahi. Mahi, yeah. mahi. Yeah. Mahi. When he's yeah, talking about he Algarado said it a type of fish, and then he ends right. up talking, yeah.
1: yeah. Nice. family of the mahi, mahi. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Joe, what uh, was your favorite Schmidt moment?
1: Well, I like coach's quote about I will look like a rich person from three years ago when he goes to the outlet mall. I thought that was funny, by the way.
0: Oh, good. That was-
1: <laughs> other than that, the Schmidt moment, I would say when he's um when he's uh talking about um the uh the fish that, that fish thing and he points out the Dorado
0: fish nice i like that winston thought it was she's firm but fair like most fish he's interacted with, I know that's oh, yeah, with that's but, like that's cool. it's, just, it's just i wonder if these are ad libs or what such a strong episode for him um, my I favorite schmidt diet. moment was his inability to say the world's most simple name toddlers can probably say it paul oh yeah <laughs> and how that continued and then that it was mark paul gosler and he completely freaked out we have a zero on the jar count, although I definitely think of some times when he needed to put um some money in. That brings us to favorite funniest moment overall from the episode. I've already said it. Daquan Feldman, second with interacting with fish, third with the kimono. Heather. Mine goes to every single moment of Daquan, whether it was mm. Dequan in it or they were referencing Dequan. That's an excellent. I like how you say Dequan. <laughs> what? You say Dequan. That's his name. It's Dequan. It's just the way you say it. It's just funny. Dequan? Okay. Joe?
1: (laughs) I would say Nick's monologue on everything he's ever done.
0: Yes.
1: That was funny.
0: That was very funny. Um, Okay. So Honey Roast then. Joe, we'll just start with you since we just ended with you. Who or what gets your Honey Roast award for this episode?
1: Oh, it's got to be Nick, because he can't, he can't keep any secrets. Oh, so his sweating was very profuse. And then he just, the, the singing of the song, what was the song? Landslide. Landslide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. And then all the confessional and all that. So I, I think Nick gets it for this show.
0: Yeah, he went Joe, through a lot. Joe, would you say when all that happened, he went through a lot? I already said it. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Heves, what was your, who or what gets your <laughs> honey roast? Oh, as much as I liked Daquan, there was no way. It had to go to the lady cop. Uh, Sergeant Dorado is who I chose also. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Dry sense of humor. So unimpressed. So unflappable. I'm like, well, this is a first. These are aquarium rocks. Um, she was so like she was perfect for that role and even though most episode was like Winston being weird them doubting Winston not kind of thinking he could be a cop when she praised what a good cadet he is she did kind of soften a little bit and it was so nice to see him get some props it was now she's the second person in the industry to tell him he needs new roommates that's true very true because when they smoked the the weed or ate the weed hmm No, I didn't catch a bear reference in this one, but I feel like if I watched it again, I would. I mean, I'm sure Nick rambled something about a bear, but did you guys catch anything? Oh, that's a good point, but no, I didn't catch anything. Joe?
1: Nope.
0: Okay, so that brings us, we're flying through tonight, which works out good since we're on Zoom. Two discussion questions. I mean, none of us have really had a house visit from the LAPD before, so I don't have one, (laughs) Evs. Okay. Well, that's kind of my first discussion question. I mean, the only situation where I could think of where people would check out someone's home would be if they were going to get a foster kid. I don't think the LA or an would check out your home. No, I don't think they do a home visit. You might not even have roommates who would be there to interview. I think that's it's just an opportunity for something funny. Yeah. Cause that would be like weird. I do think they do uh, a background check yeah but that wouldn't include talking to your roommates yeah I don't think not in person yeah but they made it um, so okay and then I put how would Jess know what meth looks like I mean it's called crystal meth I think people know it kind of looks like hard crystals Joe.
1: How would she know? Uh, well, she didn't know what meth looked like because it ended up being aquarium rocks.
0: <laughs> yeah, but everyone in the loft went along with her that it was meth. They were touching it and helping her throw it away. So oh. Heather brings up a good point. If you don't, I know what kind of what it's supposed to look like. I mean, I guess I don't, movies? I don't know. I guess I haven't seen those movies. Oh, <laughs> oh Jess might have gotten it out of the movie. Yeah. But, And then it's so funny because you can see Cece so much more worldly. She's like, it goes down to the toilet. I know. Which, (sighs) by the way, they stole that from Beverly Hills 90210. No, everyone knows you flush drugs down a toilet pal. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought they learned. So therefore it's been in several movies and television shows. (laughs) From Dylan McKay. Joe, did you bring a discussion question? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Laugh. Have you ever like bought something and then realized you brought something else home? Well, not to that extreme, (laughs) but like, you know, you were at target and you wanted razors and then you got home and you also had whipped cream or something. I feel like that's something that would happen to Joseph. No, I mean, I think the
1: one thing in life that always when you bring it home, it's different is paint. And paint Mm. colors. Oh, okay. At the store, paint looks, it'll look like gray. And then you'll get home and start putting on your wall. And it's like blue. And you're like, oh my gosh, this ain't going to work. So I would say paint's always been my biggest nemesis on, you know, what it should be versus, you know, what it is when I get home.
0: That's fair. And it's so cute on a sample. But then you spread it all over a wall. And it's not cute anymore. And nice use of the word nemesis, Joe, I love that. And by the way, you guys, Joe's great at painting. I've seen his work. (laughs) Heather, did you have an answer to your own question? Well, it's, yeah, that kind of happened to me. It's really weird. This one time I had to go Christmas shopping. Like I had to do my Christmas shopping all in one day because it was so close to Christmas. Do you remember that? And it was really, no, and it it was really crazy. And I had to go to all these stores and it was so crowded. And I bought so much stuff. I I actually bought gifts and stuff for myself because I just come into some unknown retirement money. And anyways, so I bought all this stuff. And when I got home in one of the bags was a pair of prescription DKNY glasses but not with the tag on it. They were like scratched and stuff. Oh no, you stole someone's glasses? I know, well, I didn't steal them. I don't know how they Wait, got- what year was this? Uh, 2014. Were they black and was I shopping with you? Yeah. I Wait. lost my favorite pair of glasses that were DKNY. My prescription barely ever changes. So I had them for years. And I lost them. I couldn't drive because I'm not allowed to drive without my glasses. And I was like, you want me to run and running up? Do you, do you still have them? Yeah, <laughs> I <I'm> felt so guilty. <laughs> I have never lost, I've worn glasses since I was in like first grade. I have never lost a pair of glasses, even for five minutes. And it has driven me crazy since I lost those glasses. And you have had them the whole time. How did you not know if you were shopping with me and I wore glasses that they were my glasses? <laughs> It's all they were someone else's. But you were with me and I was using glasses. Because <laughs> I thought someone left them there. And then the, the lady. This is live, you guys. This is unscripted. We just Obviously solved a what mystery. we say is unscripted. We for just nonsense 50% of the time. <laughs> I don't think anyone thinks theory. that you and I planted this story because it's so interesting. <laughs> what? I don't think anyone thought we scripted and planted this story because it's so interesting. Yeah, I never thought they were going to be yours. I just felt like some person didn't have their glasses. Yeah, me the person. I would like this back, please. Thank you. Joe, did you prepare a discussion question?
1: So my discussion question would be, so I've had background checks before for jobs and then like stuff will come back I'd be like, that's not me. And find Mm -hmm. out it's another Joseph Henderson. I remember that. Yeah. And like, you had to prove like, that was me. And the last one was, I remember I went for the background check and it came back that I had a felony. (laughs) I was like, I don't have any felonies. I've never been arrested in my life. (laughs) So end up being a Joe Henderson went to this certain thing and i had to prove it like with a different social number and mm-hmm. my birth certificate and everything like that but they were like no you were arrested in such and such time for such and such offense and i'm like oh my god i had to prove that i wasn't that joe henderson so that was really weird because you never think there's another one of you like a heather Sheehan or a jill Sheehan.
0: well i think we were named joe henderson the chances <laughs> are high that's like being named john smith oh okay (laughs) so actually to piggyback off that story joe used to work for a baseball team a minor league baseball team when they did their set of um baseball cards they included the staff and somehow this person figured out because joe's never lived at this house i live in but that joe was somehow connected to here sent us the card sent us a letter like hey can um You please sign this for me because I want the whole pack autographed, even the staff. I'd really appreciate it. And I wrote back for Joe, like, yeah, no problem. Just send it and we'll get it done. So like four people, because they must all be, you know, friends or they're in a community about collecting cards, sent cards. And I would have Joe sign them every time he came here and send them back. So then the other day I go to the mailbox and I could tell it's another one. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why am I Joe's agent? Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) I open it up. Okay. I know a lot of you aren't on our Instagram, so maybe you've never seen Joe. Joe is an Italian white man with brown hair and blue eyes. And I flip over this baseball card and apparently there, like in the 1970s, there was a baseball player named Joseph Henderson, who's (laughs) African-American. And I'm like, this isn't Joe. (laughs) So I had it. And I felt so bad because the person was probably so excited thinking they tracked him down, misunderstanding this community of people talking about baseball cards and addresses. And had to write them back and be like, yeah, I'm so sorry. This, this guy just works in baseball. Like this definitely isn't him. And like two more have come since then. I keep having to send letters back. Like this is not Joan. I Maybe that's the guy who had a felony. I don't know. But anyway, Joe, Joe Henderson's a common name apparently. Yeah. But this Joe Henderson has fans in so many mediums. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) True all right we'll we'll wrap it up with that and uh please don't mail me things for joe to autograph (laughs) the moral of that story (laughs) we'll see you guys next week we hope you have a great week thanks for listening bye everybody Bye. Bye. bye